just in a red flip top. <laughs> I forgot that <laughs> you opened the door and I went, ah! And I was like, oh, she doesn't ever. <laughs> I genuinely did a bit to try to scare you and you didn't react. And I was like, oh. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Willie Nelson. Hello, everybody. You remember Ooh. me. I'm a, one of the great country crooners of the mm-hmm. time. I've, I've got a very uh, distinct singing style. Uh, Willie Nelson. I've got hits upon hits upon hits. You, you name a song, I sang it and I wrote it. How name you doing song. today? Name a song, Rachel. Um, Any song. Candyman. I wrote it. Name another song. <laughs> um, have yourself a merry little Christmas. I wrote that one too. Okay. Willie Nelson. I'm so high, I think I wrote every song. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, you know. I'm just strumming along on my guitar, singing mm-hmm. on the road again. I just can't wait to get back on the road again. You like that one? That's a good one, yeah. Do you have your braids in today? I can't tell. Uh, yeah, I do. You can't mm-hmm. see them, but they're, I always have them in. I have a, a person come in and she does them mm-hmm. every morning. Her name is Gladys. She's a lovely person. We've been together for 87 years. <laughs> How old <She's>, are you? <laughs> I am 91 years old. Wow. So I've been with my hair braiding person for most of my uh, entire life. Since wow. I was three From the age of four. Old. Four years old. I <laughs> yeah. can't do basic math. It's Willie okay. Nelson, I love pot. <laughs> did you know that about me? I did. I did. Name a song. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. I didn't write that one. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Pretty did you write sure. any symphonies? Name one. I don't know. Give me <laughs> Number 85? <laughs> yeah, I wrote sure. that one. Number oh, 85, okay. I wrote it. Okay, you but name not a song I wrote it. Which one? Not number nine. I did. I, yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best one. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Did you, did you write Hey Jude? Hey Judas? Hey Jude. Hey Jude. That one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't make it sad. That one? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Just checking. I think I did. I think I wrote it. <laughs> Is it a country song? I wrote I mainly, mainly write country music. Hey, everybody. It's me, Willie Nelson. Hey, Willie. I love seeing all my friends. Does he talk like that? <laughs> me? I talk like that, yeah. Do you talk like that? I'm just, the thing about me, Willie Nelson, I'm just like chilling out. Mm-hmm. I smoke a lot of pot. I play a lot of songs. I write a lot of songs. And something you probably don't know about me, Rachel, mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Degrassi. Oh, you're a big, big Canadian teen drama fan? Big time. We watch it on the bus, me and the band. Mm-hmm. And Gladys? Because I know Gladys is there with you. You're talking about my hair braider? Mm-hmm. She's been with me since I was four years <laughs> On the road again, I gotta get out of here and go watch the grassy. It is my favorite show, and I'm always standing, Manny. 
All right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to let Pat come back in. Oh. Whoa, legend. I know. Can you believe it? That is a legend. That's one of the great. He wrote like he's written like a hundred thousand songs. Every song. I heard some some uh, symphonies. The no, the ninth symphony he wrote. Co-wrote with Beethoven. He's been alive for a very long time. Willie Nelson. Oh, Willie Nelson. He mm-hmm. says he's ninety-one. Right? Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. I think he's like nine hundred and one. To be quite honest, he'll never mm. die. He will never die. How you doing, Rach? I'm doing pretty good, pal. How are you? I'm doing so good. I'm hanging out. You're hanging out. You're you got a spot. You're out in uh, mm-hmm. the wilderness somewhere by the beach, mm-hmm. and you're you're water uh, monsters. I was gonna say you're yeah. ducking mm-hmm. water monsters back and you got to be so careful when you're on the beach that you don't get attacked by a two-legged water monster. Wouldn't it be great if sometime during this recording, this door just slowly opened by? <laughs> Someone well, stepped in. No, that would be te- uh, scary because that would mean a stranger was in your house. It would but at be least you would have been here to witness it. So I do. That's uh, why would I ever want to witness a stranger? <laughs> cu- and I can't do anything about it. Well, it's better than like no one knowing that it happened. I'd have to call the police. I don't even know where you, where you are. I know you're like no. in. Uh, I don't even fucking. I have no idea. Where you are. <laughs> Undisclosed location. I know the general underground bunker. (laughs) Kenny Bunkport, right? That's where you are in Kenny. You're with the Bushes, with uh, Jenna Bush, Hager. You know, good friends with the Bush family. Laura Bush, Laura Bush Jr. (laughs) Yeah, what's the other one named? (laughs) Jenna Bush, Hager. Laura Bush Jr. They don't call (laughs) when a when a woman is named after her mother. They don't usually call that a junior. They don't ever call it. A, you don't call it. No, that they don't. They don't. And oh, I don't understand why men can be named for their dads, but women can't be named for their moms. But they, why, what do you mean they can't be? They certainly can. And like, I mean, what, what, uh, uh, my what, what, dad's what? name is my dad's name. Wait, wait, you were named for your mom. I see what you're saying. Why yeah. can't boys be named for their moms? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm just saying, why doesn't, why isn't there a junior or a third or a fourth? Right. Like, that's unless what, you're a that's male. That's what I was saying. But you can certainly be named after a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Why do you not become a junior then? I don't know. I was named after my grandfather, but my mother, I guess, then was named after her father. Hmm. Right? Maybe. Unless they just like the sound of Patricia. Do you know the lineage of, of my mother's side of the family? Every single person is named some version of Patrick or Noreen. Every oh, really? one of them. Yep. There's what's not a the, lot of there's not a lot of people. It's what's, my, what's the masculine form of Noreen? Well, there isn't. It's all the women are named Noreen and or Patricia, okay. and then we're all, all the boys, which is really just me, are Patrick. Mm-hmm. So it's my mother's parents are Patrick and Noreen, Noni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they had two daughters named Patricia and Noreen. So then <laughs> But not Noreen Jr. Not Noreen Jr. But I guess she is technically Noreen Jr. But wait. Yeah. So then my aunt has two daughters named Patricia and Noreen. And that's, I am named Patrick. That's weird. Right? That's weird. It's un- that's very confusing when you're in a crowd. Like it's Patricia is like you could shout it and it would be many people. Patricia. If I said to you, like, oh, Noreen said blah, blah, blah. Like, which one am I talking about? I could be talking about one of three. Um, 
So my grandmother was Noni. Mm-hmm. My aunt was Noreen. And then her daughter has always been, I, when she was, a, when I was a kid, I started to call her Mimi. So mm-hmm. she's just Mimi. We would just call her Mimi. Okay. Everybody does. And, or my mother would call her Little Noreen. Isn't that funny? I never, I'm going to be honest with you, I never thought about that being funny until this very moment. Oh my God. It's just been a thing that I've heard my whole life, so I didn't even think anything of it. They would call mm. her Little Noreen or Mimi. Oh man, it's funny. I know um, my cousin also is, it, her name is Mary, but uh, she got the nickname Mimi at some point, I think for my younger sibling. But if I had gotten the nickname of what my sister called me Can as I a guess? child. Can I guess? Yeah. yeah. You want to guess? Asshole. No, that's no. a good guess, but that's not it. I would have said like Ray Ray Ricky, but it's not that. What is it's it? It's not that. Ray Ray? Shuttle. Shuttle? <laughs> yes. That's pretty great. <laughs> but I don't want to be called a shuttle. I think I want to call hey, you shuttle. shuttle. What's up, shuttle? <laughs> Shuttlecock? It doesn't even sound like Rachel. <laughs> You're a regular shuttlecock over here. I have to say, I was thinking mm-hmm. about this. Earlier this week, it's only Tuesday, so I guess I was thinking about it yesterday. It is amazing Mm -hmm. that last week's episode, Mm -hmm. I do the whole bit about Jerry Orbeck's eyes Uh because the song is from Dirty Dancing and Jerry Orbeck is from Dirty Dancing. Mm -hmm. All the while thinking the name of the episode is She's Like the Wind, but I'm Mm -hmm. doing an eyes bit. Yes, and, and it was hungry eyes. It was hungry, and I, I wasn't—I didn't even know. Like that wasn't even in c- contention as to why I picked that whole thing. Isn't that bizarre? Whereas I thought that you were doing the whole bit because it was called Hungry Eyes, and not thinking about the Dirty Dancing connection at which all, which makes all the sense in the world, because <laughs> his eyes were hungry for other people to see through them. But exactly. it's just a wild thing. On the road again. Can you believe Willie Nelson was here? I cannot believe Willie Nelson was here. Do you know why Willie Nelson was here, Rachel? See, the because br- this episode is about marijuana. You always know. You're always so smart. Well, you brought up being high. I wouldn't have thought of it otherwise. You're so <laughs> smart. I don't. I, I don't think of Willie Nelson first as a person who uh, is high. I generally think of him as a country musician who has written a lot of. That's funny. Songs. I think he's the most like notable, <laughs> famous stoner. Him and Snoop Dogg. To me, I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I think they're the most, the first. Like they're in the movie, the James yeah. Bell movie. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. God, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Half baked. Mm-hmm. I want Jim to Brewer. talk to Samson. I haven't thought about Jim Brewer in many, many years. Half baked is funny. It is. It's really funny. I say a lot of times. I say, "Doctor says I need a bacchiotomy." That's from that movie. But we're not here to talk about <laughs> half baked or the lines in no, it. No, we're not no. even here to talk about Willie Nelson or Steny Moyer or Steny Hoyer or Hungry Eyes or anything like that. We're here to talk about Degrassi: The Next Generation, and more specifically, we're here to talk about this the episode. 710 episode Mm -hmm. seven sorry episode 10 season seven can you believe we've done 103 of these fucking things it's the hundred it's uh the 128th episode of degrassi the next generation but because of all the two-parters we like to Mm -hmm. think of it as the 103rd episode of degrassi the next generation it's called past the digi past the digi is of course a musical youth song dennis come back with that apple pie (laughs) <laughs> that is, of course, by Musical Youth. Rachel, what is your favorite Musical Youth song? 
I didn't know any others until today. Oh, did you do a little listening? I did a very brief little listening and I said, oh, they have a song called Never Gonna Give You Up. No, it's not the same one. <laughs> no. That's so you listened uh, to that one. Uh, I listened to like four songs and what I was else? like, okay. I don't know. Whatever's in the top five on Spotify. Okay. Did you listen to Youth of Today? I think we I did. Heavy, heavy That's a great song. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite song? You didn't answer the question. I ask you it every week. You still got to answer it. Well, I feel like I don't really know anything that well, so I have to go with Pass the Duchy then. This generation rules the nation with version. I'm going to jump in just real quick before you say anything. But like based on I mean, everyone knows this song. This song was hugely popular. It like and it's just like around. It's not you can't miss it. Um and based on the name, I thought this was going to be a real lighthearted episode about, about smoking weed. And it was not what I thought it was at all. I actually enjoyed it much more than I thought I would just yeah. based on that. So um, it's it, I, I guess it's heavy. But I mean, it's heavy bones. They started this episode. I'm going to tell you right now, before I even get into musical youth, I'm not going to go deep because mm-hmm. there's not much to go on. But yeah, Spinner, this is I swear to God. So this episode opens and Spinner has that fucking mullet mm-hmm. and the, and the hat on. And I thought I, he was Johnny DeMarco. I, I, I'm watching it and I go, <laughs> fucking, what the hell is Spinner's hair? I totally forgot that he had cancer. <laughs> and when I just, at first I just saw the hair and I wasn't really paying that much attention. I was like, is that Johnny DeMarco? Because I saw the hat and the hair. Johnny DeMarco! Musical Youth is, uh, is uh, 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 what, reggae? Would you call them reggae? You call them ska. I guess they're a little bit of both, right? Right in the middle there. What is the difference between it. reggae and ska, you know? Really? I think that's well. I, I there there is a difference. I don't know how if I can verbalize what that difference is, but I I would call this reggae. I wouldn't call this ska. At least this song. You know like I don't was? know. Yeah. <laughs> was that real big fish? <laughs> Meanwhile, I would, like I was like such a fucking. God nut like in the 90s because I was like prime time for that shit and I was like mm-hmm. a punk rocker so I love Scott and then like I always just like I and like I didn't like Real Big Fish because I was like a dickhead about it and I was like fuck them they're like popular I hate them but I always go to them when I, I think it's because like they're the ones most people will know mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you'd say reggae I guess version yeah I mean based on, I mean I don't again I don't really know the rest of their music very well but based off of that one song that song sounds like reggae to me and not like ska yeah. and I'm not even just talking like real big fish ska I'm talking like older <laughs> ska <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Andy Partridge uh, one of the great broomheads he might have an opinion has an on opinion this. about it <laughs> when I there's a the the ska band they're like ska punk that's what was like the thing in the mid 90s mm-hmm. that was like very hot yeah the band bucko nine do you remember bucko nine yes I remember Buck on the album nine. barfly they cover this song and that's mm-hmm. the first that's how I first ever heard this song oh really it was from okay. their version of it and then I was like went back I'm not a big musical youth fan I like uh uh youth of today Way mm-hmm. on the heavy, heavy mountains. I love that song. Uh, but mm-hmm. Past the Ditchy is a good one. I don't know. Who cares? God bless them. I think they're like, they still like pop up and like do stuff. They like, it, I mean, I just looked them up quickly earlier today and they broke up for a really long time and then got back together more recently. It sounded like. More like musical middle-aged middle people. 
It really rolls off the tongue. Uh, Youth of Today is a great song, though. We are that heavy. Mm-hmm. I, it's a one line I know, so I keep singing it over and over again. I didn't do any more <laughs> listening to it. Those are like the, the, the songs I know. Mm-hmm. So there we go. We did it. <clears throat> Musical okay. Youth. This generation rules the nation with version. You love ska back in those days? You love Real Big Fish. I, they weren't my favorite, but I did like them. You love Goldfinger? They're okay. You love, uh, what are some other bands? You love MU330? I think we did this once before where I did this bit. I just named ska bands. Yeah, I think we have. Andy Partridge, hit us up. What do you think? Uh, Musical youth, are they ska or are they uh, reggae? I might have to like listen to some more to to kind of formulate a better opinion on it, but there isn't a ton. Mm-hmm. There's only like I think two albums or three mm-hmm. albums. Unless, I don't know what they did in their later years if they put out some more. It's like they just do Pass the Ditchy every year, like a new version of it. <laughs> Pass the Ditchy 2016 <laughs> with smoking <and> Trump. <laughs> I'd listen to that. Pass that touchy from the left hand side. We smoke and Trump. They probably don't like Trump. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I hope so. All right. You know what they do in in youth today? They do a lot of scatting. So you know who has something to say about that? It's me, Steven Tyler. How you doing, Rachel? Well, you already asked me that, says Pat. <laughs> I know, but I didn't see you. It's me, Steven. Do you know my daughter, Liv Tyler? I do. She's famous. Yeah. You know her, your friends? You ever have, you're going to have her over to that house so those uh, monsters don't get you? Yeah, for my gal pal sleepover, right? You could invite my daughters. Uh, I forgot I got a, I can't break character. <laughs> hey, you got to, I'm doing, it's like David Lee Roth. Hey, everybody, it's Steven Tyler. <laughs> I can't believe this episode of Degrassi is so heavy bones. Heavy, 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 heavy bones. I'm out of here. I feel like I have either had not enough to drink or too much to drink right now. I can't figure out which. Sometimes it's baffling to me that you that you do deal with this. <laughs> well, you asked for it. I know. You wanted to make this podcast, so now you're stuck. You're stuck. Sorry. Now you got. We have people who like the show. You can't go anywhere. No, got to keep going with it. Zibidi bibidi 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 bo. What do you want to do? You should talk about. <laughs> should we talk about this shit or what? Maybe. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> what are you looking at the time? Yeah, I was. <laughs> we've been here now. Yeah, but we were talking amongst know, ourselves before we were, we were recording. You are certainly having a lot to say. I know, I know. We got to catch up. Let's do it. Go. Spinner. Spinner. Chemo. Medical marijuana. Yeah. This is weird because like I thought it was going to be so I assume this is this is going to be like a pro medical marijuana episode and then as it's like going on I'm like, "Wait, it's not is it going to be and it's kind of not anything. It doesn't really take a stand no. for or against. I mean, if but, anything, no, it doesn't really take a stand for or against, actually. You're right. He decides that he wants to try it, and it seems like it's a good and a bad thing. I don't know. They make, it, they make a point about it being hard to access, but then the only thing that would possibly make him feel better. 
And then sort of like as it resolves itself, he sort of has to be like, I can't do this. I got to put my life back together. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, I think it's like about the dangers of like, because kids doing it sort of because Jay says something because he sees Jay in the pool hall. He's with the the episode opens in the cold open with him and Jane and uh, Jimmy Brooks and they're Mm -hmm. they're shooting the billiards just like Rachel does. Shooting the billiards back and forth. They're shooting them back and forth, those billiards all over mm-hmm. the place, hitting them with the shuttlecocks. And uh, and so Jay comes over and he's like, hey, Spinner, nice mullet, because Spinner has a hat that has a mullet in it. <laughs> like you do. Funny look. Like you do. Yeah. And he's like, well, actually, Jay, I'm on chemo. And he took the hat off. And I, Jay was like, oh, my God, dude, he felt very bad, mm-hmm. which is good. And also, like, if he didn't know and he saw Spinner with a mullet, that's fair game for to be made fun of about. Mm-hmm. Mullets, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you think? So Jay says something about like, well, at least you get to get that medical grade stuff, which is better than the stuff like we can get on the street. And Spinner makes a point to say, I can't get it because I'm a minor. Yeah. So I wonder if that's sort of like what the story is more about. Is he like using it? But also like, what is what is the legal age as a minor? Because he should be eighteen by this point. He was supposed to graduate oh, from right. high school last year. So that's right. You're absolutely right. So he must be. I mean, yeah, I it's a- I've never needed to get medical marijuana, and obviously we don't live in Canada, so like we don't know exactly how things are there. But I wouldn't know what the what the age restrictions would be on this anyway. No, I don't know, and I didn't look it up. So maybe, yeah. Maybe someone could enlighten us in the Facebook yeah. page. Um, yeah, but any, but so Spinner, so Jay's like, listen, if you need anything, I can get it for you. Mm-hmm. I do work at this uh, mechanic shop, but I also can get you weed. Uh, so, and then this is also like in the cold open, letting us know that Jane is being a little pushy with Spinner about mm-hmm. like trying to get Spinner to, and it's all in a good, it's good hearted, but it's annoying. Trying to be like, we got to do stuff. We got to have fun. We got to go to the parties and the, dance clubs and all the things (laughs) so as spinner is leaving the pool hall to go to some like party or something with jane uh he kind of looks knowingly at jay like i'm gonna ask jay for weed Mm -hmm. yeah i gotta remember that yeah and so spinner goes into class the next day and he's got like a bunch of crackers and some water to keep the nausea at bay but i don't know i mean i i haven't been through chemo I, you know, I only know my own experiences with nausea, but I'm like, I don't want to put anything in my mouth, but not even crackers. Like. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to put, yeah, you don't want to put anything in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's eating crackers, but he doesn't work out. He pukes all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Jane, So then Jane is like, oh no, this poor guy, Darcy. Oh wait, no, he's talked to Darcy already before he pukes on the floor. Because mm-hmm. they meet up at the About dot. The crackers. Wait. No, that's later. Oh, oh he pukes on the floor. <laughs> then Hatsalak. That, is that when Hatsalakas is like, maybe you should stay home? Because mm-hmm. I was thinking that too. Because he goes to the nurse. Yeah, he goes to the nurse and she's like, maybe you should stay home. He, she, she starts off by saying like, I've dealt with a lot of students who've gone through, or a few students who've gone through chemotherapy. And I'm like, which ones? You haven't been principal for very long. And we don't know any other students with uh, She was a teacher though. School. There was a lot of, don't forget, but she had those yeah. sad lunches. Hatsulak is coming for your town. In the, in the Zen garden. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, she said that to him. The nurse had given him some drugs that he's like, I can't take these because they just make me so drowsy. And I and she's like, well, maybe that's what you need. Maybe you need to rest. Maybe you should take some time and then come back. And he's doesn't want to because he wants to graduate. And he's like very important. Fair enough. It's a year late already. Wants to graduate with Jimmy. Which yes. is sweet. Jimmy's mm-hmm. the best. But yeah, so so he's pushing himself to go to school. He definitely shouldn't be, but he's trying to have a normal last year and get through the whole deal. So he's at the Dot Marie Jones. He's drinking tea and over walks our old friend mm-hmm. DGB, Darcy Grimes Beach. She sits down across mm-hmm. the room. And she's like, I brought you tea. And he's like, I'm already having tea, but it's not really working. <clears throat> Mint tea. What are you thinking about this Darcy uh, spinner thing here? I like it at first. I hate where it ends up. Okay, so I will say I liked it a lot at first. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. they're very, they very good chemistry. These two. Yeah, and I felt like this could be a really nice thing for them to have a long conversation with Spinner with what he's going through, and maybe Darcy would open up about what happened with her, right. and they could have this this space and this time, but maybe this could be a multi-episode arc of their friendship and how it like bothers Jane, but nope, they just like burn through it. (laughs) It annoyed me so much that they burned through it because, and that she said something about, Oh, she said, and I thought I was a mess when like spinner can't get the bikes. See, I kind of thought she was saying that a little bit playfully. I didn't, maybe I'm wrong. It felt judgmental to me, but maybe, maybe I, I don't know what bummed me out about the way it ended. Which, as you said, it, and granted, it may come back around, but mm-hmm. it seemed to be like this thing where, like, they threw it away. They just what bummed me out about it was, I really liked that f- something they don't do a lot of, which is bringing another story, mm-hmm. albeit briefly, which I like that they did it briefly into mm-hmm. like a main story, like an A story of this. So they're mm-hmm. bringing Darcy's stuff along with that with her which they don't do that a lot they don't overlap it's usually like you can tell one story in an a story and one story in a b story and nothing else comes to mess that up but Mm -hmm. i liked that they sort of brought her in and you can tell that there is a level of trust that she does have in spinner that she Mm -hmm. kind of it felt like she wanted to tell him Mm -hmm. and just didn't get there so i am kind of hoping that, that maybe it comes back. I mean, I don't know, but I, yeah, I was kind of hoping that because I, yeah, it's, ahead. it's interesting. Cause the, um, the image for this episode is a picture of Darcy and it makes it seem like, Oh, Darcy's going to try out. Smoking that's what I thought it was like, going to be too. Is it going to be really funny? Um, but that's not what it was at all, but I'm kind of appreciate the fact that they showed us that because then it, I was more surprised by what the episode was actually about. Yeah. Yeah. So basically Darcy meets him in the Dot Marie Jones and she's like, let's go for a walk and talk. And he's already got weed. So mm-hmm. he's smoking pot. It's, he says that it's like making him feel better, which I'm certain that it is. I, I wanted this episode to be like totally pro uh, mm-hmm. medical marijuana, but he ends up like going to school stoned. That's later. Yeah. Right? Is that later? Yeah. No. <laughs> when did you watch this? <laughs> This morning. Um, I watched this like right before we recorded. But um, he smokes, goes to school, 
watches uh, monkey YouTube videos. Oh, that's before he sees Darcy mm-hmm. Crime's speech at the top mm-hmm. of Jones. Mm-hmm. So I jumped a whole segment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Then he's at the dot, Marie Jones later, and he's drinking some mint tea, and that's when Darcy comes up and like. Oh right! And before this, he makes plans with Jane to meet for a concert at seven. Yeah, and he leaves his phone on the table in the dot, which seems silly to me. It's like, very weird. It's also does he, he must get it back later, but like <laughs> it's also like odd. Well, he leaves all his books there too, so it kind of I felt like they were just like going outside to like kind of sit and chat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, Darcy uh, Jane is says. Oh, God. Jane says I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> oh, there's this great band's going to play at seven o'clock. You should meet me. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of not that into it. And she mm-hmm. pushes for it. And I get it yeah. again. She's trying to she thinks she needs to be his push to Fun. keep living life. Yeah. But he's just he just wants to chill and smoke weed and talk to his friends. Yeah, so he, exactly. So he misses her. He he doesn't go to the concert, which she's outside the door, and it's very bright out for 7 p.m. <laughs> Maybe it's like getting into being summer, you could know? Could be. It could be closer. We're, as as we're still in winter, and it's like barely light at 6 p.m. these days, I know. you know, it's like hard. 7 p.m.? I was like, this concert is in the, in the fucking daylight. Is it 7 a.m.? Yeah, so he misses the concert, and when they see each other... Am I, am I skipping stuff? No, no, no. When they see each other again at the pool hall again, mm-hmm. he lets They're always at the was, pool hall. Listen, these, they're, they're They must they're have built this sharks. set, and then they're like, we have to use the set, guys. We need to this go is, to the pool hall as much as possible. Yeah, it's their, their, third, their third place, their place away from their place. Yeah. <laughs> so they go, they're at this pool hall, and he lets slip that he was with D- Darcy, that they had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And this pisses Jane off, kind of justifiably so. She got stood up, and he wasn't, I guess he was kind of vocalizing to her, like, I kind of want to chill and not mm-hmm. go to seek bands. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, you know, in, in between. She's trying to do the right thing, but she gets upset, and she storms out of the dot, uh, the the. Pool Marie Jones. Mm-hmm. That's the pool hall. The pool, the pool Marie, Marie Jones. Jones. <laughs> nice. Um, so when does he, yeah, so then he goes out with Darcy again, or is that, that's when he, oh no, because he's in school and he's stoned and he's supposed to be he doing a, a report. Like a right? book report. A book report. He's fucking a senior in high school. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I did a book report. Um, Lin Lin Lou. She's like, discuss the themes, Gavin. And he's reading the back of the book, the mm-hmm. description. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Um, yeah. And so he just kind of fucks off. And so Darcy also walks out with him. And that's when they go to the ravine to have a conversation. Yes. And this is when it feels like Darcy really... She, Darcy's spiraling. Darcy is like, nothing means anything anymore. Yeah. And I was, I guess it was because Spinner was stoned, but I was kind of like, dude, ask her, ask her what's, but he, he yeah. was stoned. So he yeah. kind of didn't know, but ask why this complete change in demeanor from a, also, the person that yeah. you've known for years. These episodes aren't long enough for them to get into all that, but I really wanted him to ask that. I know. I was begging for him to ask it. <sighs> he never does. Instead, he flips out and he's like. I got. I can't be missing because he missed a test. Mm-hmm. He's fucking up these book reports, and he's like, "I can't fail English, my own language, for a third time." I want to graduate. I got to get my life back on track. And he's like, 
about to try to like run to get back to school and he's pulling his bike off the tree and then he collapses underneath the bikes. And he just gives up and that's when Darcy says, and I thought my life was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like my, my favorite thing though, is when he starts getting freaked out and like, they act like it's like him getting paranoid about stuff because she's depressing. So he goes back, he's got a ship, I guess he's getting his ship back together. My one thing about this also is like, it's so funny that like Drake is such like an anti-weed narc. <laughs> like of all people, like yeah. I bet you Drake smokes, smokes a little bit of the good stuff. Yeah, probably. One would think. I mean, he's a famous, famous person. <laughs> Only famous what? people do that. Well, most famous people do it, is what I'm saying. You see Jason Sudeikis at the Golden Globes? That dude was stoned out of his face. <laughs> Loved it. God bless him. Oh, man. Seth Rogen's got his his, his own weed yeah. now. You see that? Yeah. I'm going to start smoking more weed. I'm not that into it, personally. Yeah. But to each their well, own. Well, you're a real square, you know? I am. You know, what can, what can you do? You're a real... Real, like, doddering square. <laughs> What's doddering? I don't like, know. <laughs> I have no idea what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of crossword puzzles. <laughs> that doesn't Hope. help. I still don't know what it means. <laughs> I, but I don't really know what it means either, but it probably, like, shows up in crossword puzzles, so I, like, know the word. No, I think don't. it means, like, dopey honestly which you're mm -hmm. not i think it means like yeah like kind of dope like a doddering fool is I that what it is i don't know should i look it up to make sure to make sure i didn't say anything just offensive. yeah double check double check i think it's i think it means like a like a dummy <laughs> moving in a feeble or unsteady way especially because of old age that's what you are that's a me. doddering square. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, man. So Spinner's getting his life back together. Mrs. Hatsu Lakas tells him he has to he has to take some time off. But it's mm -hmm. I'm, I'm presuming that he's going to also be able to, like, get his assignments. He's still do his work, but just from home. And so hopefully he won't really miss much of anything. Like um, And then he talks to Jane and he explains you know, how she was trying to pull him out to all these things, but that that wasn't what he needed. He just wanted to sit and talk. But then also the moral of this episode apparently is that looking inside yourself really sucks. As Spinner said, Dude, which is just right? like, wait, what? That's a terrible takeaway. I said, I thought the exact, he like literally says those words. Yeah. I like, in so like paraphrase, but like, that's the, like the thesis of the episode is don't look deeper. Stay as surface as you can. Unbelievable. I was funny. like, what were the conversations you were having with Darcy? <laughs> it's so funny because I really was enjoying I like like him and Darcy together. And oh. I also the Darcy as stuff. As, as soon as they're having like these like long conversations, this reminded me so much of my friend Phil and when we used to have long talks in late high school and college and stuff. And I mean, even still, I haven't talked to Phil in a while, but like we used to have those like nice long conversations. I was like, Oh, I bet they're having a conversation like Phil and I used to be having. And I was like, Nope, don't look inside yourself. <laughs> I do. Yeah, that is funny. But the, the one thing I do like that they're doing is sort of like letting Darcy exist in other timelines, kind of mm -hmm. not timelines in other s scenarios with and 
the rape trauma. Yes, exactly. Because I think they're, for once, I really think they're handling this pretty well. Yeah, I'd agree. I I really do. I will see how it plays out, but I think they're handling it very sturdily and Mm. and in a pretty good way. Um, We also get to... uh, Pretty much Spinner and Jane apologizing to each other and admitting that they like each other and then Spinner planting planting one on her. Mm-hmm. Where are you standing? How are your feelings about Jane? Where are they now? I feel like I have no strong feelings about her yet. Like, I don't really, I don't feel attached to her at all. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just kind of there and I don't really know much about her. I know that she's really into DJ Storm. Um <laughs> And that she wears a lot she of saw eyeliner. She spin once, and, it and was she like... must play pool pretty well. So, yeah. but yeah, I can't figure out if I like her or not um, because I don't really know her. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I also, I gotta say, I really do think like not even low key because pretty high key. We pick him a lot as MVP, mm-hmm. and he's he's definitely one of the stars of the show. But kind of low key, also Spinner is the glue of this show because I find that everybody does their best work when they're working with with uh Shane Kimball. Honestly. Yes. Like I, yes. I yeah. like Darcy the best when she's at Spinner. I like Jimmy the best when they're like goofing around when he's with yeah. Spinner. It's, I really hated when they didn't like each other. It was bad, yeah, because they have he the thing about Shane Kimball is he ha- he has fucking chemistry with everybody mm-hmm. and Which that's is probably hard. why he ends up with emma because they're just like sure why not <laughs> uh, he really he, he there's never like a, a character that he interacts with that isn't fun like he brought jay along like at the beginning like that's where jay sort of like mm-hmm. flourished mm-hmm. even the stuff with manny was really fun when manny was like coming to band oh, practice God, yeah. and shit with him I, I i think he's like a real it's going to be fun like when we finally finish this show and we have to pick one MVP okay. of the series. Wow. But I yeah. think there's like obviously Manny gets tossed around a lot by people, but I think Spinner gets kind of slept on and he's his stuff is great. And it makes me and like I when Jane's around him I do I, I like you said I think one of the biggest faults of this show is the way they treat their female characters because we kind of only know Spinner uh Jane through the eyes of Spinner. Mm-hmm. Without Spinner, she's kind of doesn't exist. Yeah, I'd agree. But I liked this. I liked what they did here. I wish they would have. Ah, uh, maybe I don't wish uh, them not taking a stand on like the good or bad of medical marijuana is better than them like saying it's bad. But then I'm a little worried that they did say it was bad. It felt very confusing, and part of me was like, "Is this what 2007?" Canada response would be to this or is it like also because he's like so he's not a child child but he's like in school still I don't know I think by 2007 we were pretty much all going weed's fine I don't know I feel people still aren't doing that like it's I feel like it's been so slow to change on that front that I but this is like the cool show is it though I don't know I feel like they're trying to portray a particular I don't know. I don't think that they necessarily were like, 
you know, the the most on top of their game and the most progressive with their stances on things at the time, necessarily. On drugs, too. Like, they always, everybody always does get pretty addicted to drugs. Yeah, really real fast, so I... Shiler yeah. Stone are some real dare people, if I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing. I do think, though, by 2007, though, most people were at least on the, not, I mean, obviously not the fucking... <laughs> assholes on the other side but like medical marijuana seems to be a thing that people were like mm-hmm. cottoning to pretty pretty well by this point yeah but i feel like i mean i i can't i don't know about exact timing or anything like that but i feel like it was still very hard to get medical marijuana and still can be very hard to get it so yeah i think it is yeah yeah i don't know it's not i i don't i mean i feel like in the past five years a lot has changed especially with the legalization of weed in certain states i'm not again we're not in canada so i don't know exactly what the rules are there and like when things were what they were but i feel like before that it was still very much like viewed a certain way yeah i will say they talk about like sometimes they're like dude if you legalize weed like only like people who smoke weed, it's not going to like make people smoke weed, no. but I'll be tell, I'll tell you right now, I don't smoke weed. If there was a store that I could go to and get it, I'd be fucking stoned all the time. My, like the only reason I don't do that is because I don't want to, I don't like know how to have a drug dealer. <laughs> But if there was a fucking store that I could walk into and be like, can I have this, this, I would, I'd be a pothead. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. So maybe they're right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'd be eating gummy bears and fucking peanut butter cups. I wish dude. I I mean, it's got to happen in New York. It's I live in New York. What the fuck? Why are we not doing that? Yeah, has it still not been legalized? Like, I felt like that we it's, there was some it's kind like of highly decriminalized, but like I yeah. can't go to a store and no, buy it. Still not there yet. I think New Jersey just uh... New Jersey. <laughs> I think they just added that. Um, That's yeah, why Billy Kindle moved there. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> I've never been much of a. I mean, other than drinking, I've never really done much of any other drugs. I. Have, you're real. You're real. I'm a real square. doddering square. Um, I have smoked weed and had edibles, yeah. um, but I'm not that into it because I realized that I, um, I don't like uh being drunk or high or anything like that. Really, you don't like being drunk. Mm-mm. No, I'm in it for the drinking of the alcohol rather than the experience like of drinking the alcohol. Too, Whereas, like, I don't really enjoy anything about the experience of like smoking weed like it's not i love it it's it's nothing i also just don't like smoking period so like i don't really enjoy anything of the experience of it um and yeah, now you can eat gummy worms for christmas no, no, and i've done that but i'm not i'm not in it i'm not drinking for the effect of it i'm drinking for the taste of the alcohol if that makes sense I mean, it certainly makes sense. It's just, yeah, I know. I, I like. Yeah. And whereas weed, I'm like well. missing that whole experience part and I'm just skipping straight to like the high. Right. And that's not I what like I'm looking for. So I like to be stoned, but I've never understood how to have a drug dealer. So I yeah, it's just, it's, a, that's a whole other level. I have, I, I have been to have a store in Colorado and it is a very interesting experience to go into a store that will legally sell you drugs. Like. If there was a store, I would be there. I would, it, it would probably be a bad scene for me. Mm-hmm. I, you know me, I drink a lot. Mm-hmm. 
They, um, we had the Zoom. <laughs> we had the Zoom on uh, this past week, and I was I was having a mimosa, and Marissa was like, uh, "Pat, I thought you weren't drinking." I was like, "Oh yeah, that lasted ten days." <laughs> Marissa, shout out! You know, um, in England they sell ibuprofen with codeine over the counter. I think they've made it a little bit harder in the past 10 years to, to access that, but it is very readily available and I've taken it many a times and it not like, not (laughs) when I say many a time, I'm like, not like tons of times, but like, you know, like 30 times maybe. Um, and it's, it's like a small amount of coding, but I was like, Oh, I can see how this can be very addictive. Like (laughs) it's, yeah, I used to love to get stoned and just watch a movie. Yeah. I mean, well, fucking great. C- cool story. Like, that's everybody <laughs> in the world. Like, that's the like, difference duh. the difference between, like, ibuprofen and ibuprofen with codeine is that if I had, like, a like a horrible migraine or really bad cramps or something that just would not go away with normal ibuprofen, it still wouldn't go away with ibuprofen with codeine, but I didn't give a shit that I was still in pain. I was just like, this is fine. Right. I'm okay. Right. <laughs> like, and yeah. I was like, I understand why people take this as a pain killer and getting seriously addicted to it because you're just like it's fine everything's cool i genuinely think it would be fun for you and me to get stoned mm-hmm. and like wait an hour mm-hmm. or smoke or eat a food mm-hmm. and wait an hour and then record a podcast yeah. i think that would be very fun <laughs> Like that would be a great Patreon episode. Yeah, we should try that sometime. But we don't have a drug dealer, oh. <laughs> so what are we gonna do? B story. There's a story, a B story. It is the second story in the episode, and it's not as important. Would you say that? Speaking part? not of John from Real World, but of Heather B of B story. Well, really of C story. We'll get to see her on TV again this week. This week, baby. March 5th. I am paying for Paramount Plus just for that. I am too, to be fair. I'm going to do at least a month because I do want to see it because that trailer looked good. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I haven't, um, I I have watched a lot of the San Francisco real world on Pluto recently, but I have not watched the New York one um, anytime recently. So I'm excited to kind of, I don't, I remember it, but I don't remember it. It's been over 20 years since I've seen it, so... And then I saw that like Eric Nyes couldn't go for some reason, but they wouldn't say what it is yet. But he's like, there. That, he's in. He's on he's, it. He's on it, but he's stuck in a hotel the entire time. So he's not with them. Oh, and what? they don't because it was all filmed during the pandemic. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened that like, why he would they even go? Bother? Did he have COVID? Like what? I don't know, because I wonder if it was like if they filmed it all in a really short period of time. It could and be. if it was something like a quarantine situation. God, they're going to go back. But yeah, they said they wouldn't say what it was. And I was like, they said that it'll, they'll say later. And I was like, it must be in the show that they. If this is successful, they'll do every every fucking season up to a point. Yeah. Up to Trishel. Yeah. Trishel. <laughs> that's when it's I, like, that's 10, right? Or nine. I, that's, that's the nine, last I season I ever watched. Because 10 was they returned to New York. And I think that's the one after. Ed. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. I have seen Back to New York. So, yeah. okay. And that's the last one I saw. Okay, so. Me too. Okay. I thought Trishel was the last one, but you're right. I did see Back to New York. Yeah, so it's New York, London. No, sorry. New York, L.A., San Francisco, London. Cool. Seattle. I don't know. I don't know them in order at all. Miami. Then um, before Seattle, it's Boston. Then Seattle. Imagine them trying to re- Hawaii. 
Las Vegas, New York. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Imagine them trying to put back the season that had Rachel on it and like they get her to come back. Everyone will hate her. Mm-hmm. Because she's such a Republican ass. Well, Pedro's dead, so they can't bring him back. No, they cannot bring mm-hmm. Pedro Zamora back. But they could bring that asshole Rachel back. I mean, you do you remember that Puck was on that season too, right? <laughs> and you're like, oh, that asshole Rachel. <laughs> you know what's like so remember with David and Tammy? Yes. Fucking David. No, I give them Irene. Credit. It was Irene. That's Seattle, Irene. Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about David ripped the blankets off of Tammy. Oh, yeah. And got kicked out. Yes. I That's pretty about that. like progressive of, yeah. of that because that was early and they threw him the fuck out. And they should have, but I don't think a lot of things in that time frame would have done that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can make the case that whatever, but like also Tammy got an abortion. Yeah, I'm hoping that Paramount Plus will have rights to all the old real worlds, and that they, they have are doing a lot of MTV stuff. So, so they're they're doing so. like new unplugged. They're doing like Yo MTV Raps. Yeah, because it's so Viacom. Assume, so yeah, so I'm assuming they're gonna have all that stuff. So ooh, I'm excited. Paramount Plus announced like 20 things, and every one of them is a reboot or a existing property they did not have one single that sounds like cbs that is literally (laughs) not one single original idea cbs is but cbs the network doesn't have reboots no i mean but they do also have reboots like hawaii 50 is their property and oh yeah those hour longs you're right yeah magnum magnum pi they do you're right you're right. You're right. They get lazy. They're like older people watch this, but now they're lumping in millennials and Gen every, Xers with. But dude, older that's people. every fucking network. That's all. That's yeah. TV. Is yeah. that's all they're looking for? Is re- like there was a thing actually. Um, I saw an article about it about how they just don't want to spend money on anything right now, uh, production wise. So they're like, oh, maybe let's like I it was when I was reading about real worlds, apparently they were talking about um other trying to do more reality shows. Just what we need. I roll. I'll Heavy only I roll. only old real worlds. <laughs> and Jersey shorts. Nicole Snooky Pulitzi. There is Team Fun Kids. Team Fun Kids. Yeah, Team Fun Kids. Paige, Eleanor, and Marco. Mm-hmm. Eleanor, who doesn't even really like Paige. That is the best part of the whole episode. <laughs> when Paige, when uh, Ellie says that to Paige. That's because Paige says, as Marco and Eleanor, as your best friend, and Ellie goes, um, I don't even really like you. And it was playful. But it was so really I, good. That's why I liked it. And like, and Paige totally like waves it off. Like, I like the thawing of that so like real mm-hmm. when you like genuinely don't like somebody. Yes. And then over time you have to spend more time with them and you're like, oh, you know what? But you're always, you never lose that sort of like antagonist spirit, even mm-hmm. when you become great friends. Mm-hmm. And that really feels earned here. Like now I do think she likes her and was saying that because they're at this place in their friendship where she can kind of make a joke about it. Yes, exactly. I really liked that. That was like, I rewound it and watched it twice because <laughs> they it's weirdly edited because then they like cut to Marco laughing at it, but mm-hmm. two be it's too late, which oh. is strange. But I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It starts um, off with um Andrea. Really it starts off with Andrea and uh Paige's job, which apparently involves photo shoots at department stores. 
<laughs> they're at like Dabinshire, which sounds like a department store to me. It's very odd to me in 2021 to watch this year, 2021, um, to watch Paige sort of flail about here because it is as much as I like Paige because it is so privileged and it is mm-hmm. so like uncomfortably like, oh, so you just don't, you quit school, you live in this apartment you fucking have a job at all. Mm-hmm. And now you're like sad because you got reprimanded and because they told you it was going to take four years to get a promotion when you're 18 and you're like not even going to school. Mm-hmm. And I did not feel the slightest. I did not feel a lot of empathy for her here. Interesting. I didn't quite feel that strongly against her. I, I didn't mean, feel against her. Yeah. I just didn't feel like I felt, I thought they were like trying to get me to have empathy for her. And it was hard for me I had, to find it. I feel like I had empathy for her, but it's a different level of empathy than I feel for Spinner having testicular cancer. Sure. If that makes sense. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it was more like a learning experience rather than like uh going yeah. there experience if that makes sense oh like, yeah i will agree with that yeah but i don't it, think i don't it, think the page was struggling in this episode or anything so i didn't really feel like oh she's having a hard time so i gotta feel for her i just felt like her whining about it and i was mm-hmm. like but you could just like you have a lot of options yeah and i don't it's yeah maybe you're right maybe i was yeah maybe i was just a little hard yeah. on her yeah it just felt very very Karen-y and very privileged to me. The thing, the thing that I thought immediately, because I've been like, you know, I've had a lot of situations where I haven't quit a job because I just need the money, like <laughs> including my current right. job. But and right, so but I'm that's like, what I'm saying. And Rach, so I was exactly. like, oh, what does it feel like to just quit? Like, I mean, well, the thing because is, is that you can do that because you are privileged and don't have to worry about it yeah that's what i'm saying so like yeah. you you of all people like that I, mm-hmm. I would be like that's why i was like a little bit like infuriated mm-hmm. by it like yeah you don't need like you can just quit and walk yeah. away and you will suffer no consequences yeah but it's also i mean i i agree with you on that point but there's also something where like i don't think that people should just stay in bad jobs just because like they have to i mean it's i know i know it's like not obviously not everyone has a choice in that matter but like there are usually other jobs available and like you might be able to find something else and and things like that and it's like i think that there's a like you have to be careful with that rhetoric <clears throat> of mm-hmm. um of uh feeling stuck because then I think it just makes you feel more stuck and it just Mm -hmm. like it mentally it's like really hard to deal with I I I absolutely agree with you but I will I will say is this job really that bad she's 18 years old you're an assistant like you do have to work your way up if this is the field you want to be in it's not really that bad but my question is is like is it even the field she wants to be it in? Isn't, I think, but she's 18. Like she I think she's also like figuring that out. And so maybe I was surprised that she went back to it. Cause I was like, is this job that important to you? Aren't you going to go to culinary school at some point? It seems um, very, very, gonna, very clear that that's what's going to, when are you going to realize that this is, and I, the thing that I appreciated about this was her call to quit like as an 18 year old. And 
I think that I wouldn't have done the same thing in that situation. And I didn't do the same thing in that situation. Like I've been in shitty jobs and I just stuck with them because I felt like I had to. When you were so young like that? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I even wanted to get a lip piercing when I was like, when I turned 18 and I didn't get one because I was worried about what like it would possibly mean for a job down the road or for like the internships that I had or for the babysitting that I did while I was in college to help pay the bills. And like, it's so fucking stupid. I should have just gotten my fucking lip pierce if I wanted to, because you don't get like, you're only young once. But I think that like, I didn't have that kind of carefree attitude because I felt like I was an adult and I was supposed but to do also, things Rach, way. you didn't have that carefree attitude because you didn't have that like same opportunities. I would say like, as far as like the way Paige is positioned, Paige yeah. can do that because even though it's, she's like, she's cosplaying here. Like yeah. if she, she could just go and if live. You can go out and buy a bunch of stuff. Exactly. To- that's was, the thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why like you uh, that's why it's like so that's why it annoys me. I couldn't figure out if she was buying a bunch of stuff because she had access to money or if she was buying a bunch of stuff because she hadn't admitted to herself and everyone else that she quit her job. I couldn't that was the line that I couldn't quite figure out where they were crossing there. Um, And that's why I think that it's like maybe I didn't feel as much about this privilege thing because I mean not to say that she's not uh, because I definitely think she is but um, but the way that they handled it and her not just saying that she was taking personal days instead of that she quit, I was like, is she hiding the fact that she quit? And so she's trying to pretend like she has money and she can do these things when she really doesn't. It's or, hilarious because like, I didn't even put together really that she quit. I know that she said like, I'm yeah. walking these shoes out of here, but mm-hmm. I also kind of thought maybe she was also just calling in person. I don't know. It was weird. It was a strange bit of business. I also yeah. find, uh, yeah, I, they would never do this today in mm-hmm. 2000, whatever this was like the whole privilege thing was not really something we were talking about very much, mm-hmm. but in, in the light of where we are today to look at yeah. this, it feels very much like, fuck you kind of like you're, you can like, also I like that all of her rebellion was like to watch movies. Her mm-hmm. first day of freedom, they went to a movie and the second day she's like, I bought all us all a DVD. And then she references a perfect storm afterward. <laughs> Which is when I wrote down, this is privilege. What did I write? I wrote, this is a very privileged privilege. Like, <laughs> all right, Paige. Like, but again, like, and that's also harsh. That is harsh. She is going through a lot of shit and she is trying to figure out who she is. And I get yeah. that. And I'm not, I, I don't mean to be like, I, I love Paige, but mm-hmm. there was just a little bit of this, like uh, watching Marco and Ellie who are like, ah, like, we still have school. We still have stuff yeah. we have to do. Even that. And they're mm-hmm. privileged as well, but at least like, I don't know. It was, it was a bizarre, it was, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's funny. I think like, it, obviously we're watching it today, so it takes on a different mm-hmm. uh, feel, but I think that probably what they were just trying to express was like her confusion about her direction yeah. and what she was doing. <laughs> Yes, totally. Not much else. <laughs> totally. Yeah, they were not thinking about this conversation mm-hmm. that we're having now. Certainly not. Yeah. But man, her work is like a whole other can of worms. That place is something else. Andrea and her 90 degree soy lattes. And uh, that's so fucking devil wears Prada shit. 
Like that's mm-hmm. coming straight from that because that was mm-hmm. around that time. Mm-hmm. They're just basically doing. That. She calls she calls Paige a walking, talking PDA in cheap shoes. What's a PDA? I didn't know what that um, was. That's like the old Palm Pilots and stuff. Like, uh, oh my god, that's so right. Funny. Like a personal organizer. I was but literally like going a walking, talking PDA. Who is she kissing in public? Like I swear <laughs> to God, I was like, what is that? I yeah, I didn't. I I wrote that down. I was like, what is that? Right. Yeah. But then like she's you can also tell like she's softening on her and Mm -hmm. she got she did make the the idea about making everything in black and white. Yeah. Well, she's got a lot of a lot of like even just going up and saying that to the guy, I was like, when she like brought up, can we just do them in black and white and save money? And I was like, ooh, don't do that in front of your boss. So, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. ingrained in me, too. You're right. You yeah, are it's right. funny. I I mean, I there's probably so many times in my career that I've wanted to say something and it's been the right thing to say, but I didn't because I was right. afraid of the repercussions totally. of it. So yeah, she's just sort like of, Paige. So she is somewhat aspirational in that respect of just not caring. Mm-hmm. And just walking out of that job with her very expensive shoes, not her cheap shoes. Yeah, they were not <laughs> according to her, they were definitely not cheap. Um yeah, as we said, there's some great moments in this episode. There's the other, the assistant who, or the former assistant. What was his name? I don't remember, but I know him. He's got a fedora that yeah, he wears. He looks at some like an point. asshole. Yeah, he looks like an asshole. Um, as we said, Eleanor and Marco. Uh, that part BFS. was so, that part made and it. That, for that me. part, that part made it. I was like, this is almost not quite, and actually, no, it's very far off. But it was almost dinner party esque because they were in that house. <laughs> that like one line had that been the whole yeah. thing, like them just it like reconciling, like figuring out their. Also, Paige kept saying behooves. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's great. Though. It behooves me. <laughs> I do love and Paige. and. Uh, Ellie and Marco are studying for a historiography exam. <laughs> She's like, what is that? And they're like, it's the history of history. <laughs> is that real? It is. Yeah. I didn't know what it was either. I was like, that's odd. Um, a medical. <laughs> um, my, the other line that I wrote down, I don't know. I'm surprised if you didn't also write this down when they are at the movie and the trailer comes on while they're at the movie. It says in a world where men are men, and women are women. One eunuch holds the fate yeah, of all true. humanity. <laughs> that's genuine. And I was like, is this Clown Academy 5? Yeah, I'm not sure. That's genuinely funny. <laughs> what movie is it? I love how much Paige likes watching movies. She's super into She does. Love, maybe she should have been a movie critic. She bought everybody DVDs that matched their personality. And I wanted mm-hmm. to know what they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. She didn't say what they were. She's a real so cinephile. She, you know, Marco and Ellie are like, you know, we have to go back to real life and it's not, you know, we can't yeah. just have personal day after personal day. And so she decides that she's going to go back to work and. And they welcome her with open arms. Well, a little bit of a shrug at first, but then kind of open arms. She likes yeah. Paige, obviously. Yeah. And Andrea says that she needs her, but also not to go ugly Betty on her to also date this. Yeah. she. Was- I liked ugly Betty a lot. I never really watched it, but I feel like mm-hmm. I would like it. I love America for. I don't Mara. know if you'd like it now, but like I liked it at the time. Yeah, I love it's a little bit. It's a little telenovela, but not um, not as extreme as an actual telenovela. Well, that's how Jane the Virgin was, and I loved Jane the Virgin. Yeah, I know you liked that one. I loved it. Did that you, that's you a little more extreme that. than you like was. It's really. I saw funny. the first season of it, and then I just never went back to it. It's really funny. So, Rachel, 
now that we've concluded talking about this episode, episode 710. Yes. Uh, she's like the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's every episode for the rest of season we like seven. To, we often like to rate these <laughs> is episodes. Is that wind? Is that wind like a dying kazoo? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Your poor dying kazoo. Uh, we like to rate these episodes on a scale of one to 10 of how much they go there, with one being the lowest, 10 being the highest. This is a patented scale. We put a patent on mm-hmm. it. Nobody else can do it. One to 10. If you ever hear somebody do it, let us know so we can sue them. But uh, having <laughs> said that, Rach, on that patented Go there. Degrassi every episode, every marathon podcast patented. Go there scale. How mm. much do you think episode 710, past the Duchy, goes there? I'm not sure. I love that you always have to do this first because I just say whatever you say. It yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> I didn't write down an answer because I was like, I'll think about this a little bit um, in the 15 minutes before I record this episode. Um it doesn't really go there, but then it also does. Like, is medical marijuana going there? I don't really think so, but... Yeah. I mean, but Spinner's cancer and serious conversations is kind of going there a little bit for And me. also the Darcy stuff is still in there, you know? And it, it, yeah. it's definitely like a, a bubbling under the surface. I don't know, maybe a four? Yeah. Yeah, B story doesn't go there really at all for me, but the A story definitely has, like... I Before the, it even, like, started... As mm-hmm. soon as like he takes that hat off, and I remember that he has cancer, which I'm not laughing at. Can- I'm laughing at how stupid I am and for fucking forget <laughs> everything. And he talks about like going to school the next day. The first thing that comes in my head, I'm like, why the fuck are you going to school, dude? Like, seriously, mm-hmm. like this is like seriously, um, <laughs> seriously. It's also amazing that last week we talked about uh, the singer Eric Carmen, and neither one of us. Made said Eric Cartman, which as I was listening to it, I was like, How the fuck did neither one of us say, Never Eric say that? Um, I thought that immediately. I was like, Why? I can't believe you're going to school. And I was like, That's kind of admirable. I'm like, Proud of you. Um, so I think that that, that in and of itself is kind of a thing. I don't know if it goes there, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like interesting. I don't know. I'd say a four, like you said. I just say what you say. I usually go one lower or one higher, but I do think four kind of hits it. Yeah, because three cancer. feels a little low, and five is way too high. Yeah, I think that the undercurrent of the Darcy stuff pushes it to the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm worried about Darcy. Yeah, I am. Poor Darcy. Yeah, I really like Darcy a lot, and I'm 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 worried about her. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to s- spin off the rails. I, I want her to get to a place where she finds someone. She's just looking for someone to be comfortable. And well, I guess because who knows. J- uh, her boyfriend and Manny. Mm-hmm. Not not many people at all. Her boyfriend is, of course, hot Peter Lockes. Yeah, who's at his dad's uh, club, country club. I don't fucking know. They just merc- mercifully didn't make me have to look at his stupid yeah. face. <laughs> He's on a break. Windswept hair. <laughs> Polo shirt. <laughs> Doddering asshole. Convertible. I'm going to start calling everybody doddering now. <laughs> so, Patrick. Yeah. In this episode, mm-hmm. episode 710, yeah. Pass the Duchy. From the left hand side. Not the right hand side. From the left hand side. I always thought it was we side. smoke a bong, but that's not it. I don't know what it is. Because <laughs> they're passing the Duchy. They're not smoking a bong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Young kids um, singing about smoking pot and that song. I know, right? Mm-hmm. 
That's a lot. Maybe that's why this is about kids smoking pot. True. So in this episode, who was your most valuable Degrassian? A spinner! Right? Mm-hmm. His episode, he goes through a, a big up and down kind of a deal. Uh, I oh, fucking almost gave it to Ellie for the one line. I did too, because <laughs> I I really wanted to. And then I, I was like, this is a spinner episode. It's going to be spinner. I almost always like for some reason when it's a spinner episode compared to like everyone else, he automatically gets the MVP. Because There's something about him I'm, that I'm just like, I'm but the thing you. that the one thing that made me second guess that was him saying, like, looking inside yourself really sucks. Yeah. And I was like, nope, that's terrible. Yeah, that's Maybe terrible. it should go to L.A. for her one line. That is pretty terrible. <laughs> I think, but I don't necessarily mean that means he's, like, never going to do it. I just think he is, like, realizing that it can be hard. I'm giving him the mm-hmm. benefit of the doubt there. Okay, that's fair. Um, I love, I think that we just underrate, I, I as much as we've given, I think, not we, you and me, I think mm-hmm. as a general popular, we like forget that this guy is really the fucking backbone of the show. Mm-hmm. And he's great. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm worried about him. I hope he's, I hope he gets through this. I know he does. He's going to marry him and the whole deal. But you know, like, yeah. you got to love him. He's a sweetheart of a guy. He tries. And I like him. I don't know. I paused it like right as they're about to kiss. <laughs> oh, Shyler Stone. We haven't been talking right about the face. Shyler Stones a lot. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, they haven't they haven't been as like, I don't know, eventful or something. They're both touching each other's faces, which is something you can't do right now with this pandemic. It looks so weird to be like, touch my face, touch my face. The thing I'll say is all spinners raise all boats. Spinners spinners raise all boats. That's what I'll say. That's what happens. <laughs> No, I like all spinners all raise spinners. all boats. All spinners raise all boats. Anybody who works with this guy is made better. What about that boat in a perfect storm? True. Good point. Good point. Nice tie in. Even Spinner and Paige, remember how great they were as a couple? We uh, like loved them. I loved them together. Yeah. Even though Paige like took Terry, like Spinner away from Terry. Mm. Yeah, she passed the Terry to Sherry. Did she pass the duchy to pass the Terry to Sherry? A spinner, you are so good on the show. He's definitely gotten the most MVPs. Oh yeah, hands down. He must be like our favorite. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, there's no one else who. It's weird. There's something. <laughs> there's something about Spinner. Yeah, everybody loves Spinner. Mm-hmm. Spinner of the class. The spinner. So, show. yeah. Spinner Ann. They should have made Spinner the main character and not Emma. Well, I think Spinner kind of is the main. I think he's become the main character in mm-hmm. some ways. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that, like, there's, like, a head and a heart pick, and Spinner's kind of the yeah. head pick, which is bizarre because he's a heart guy. I don't know. It's very funny. But no one really stood out that much in this episode, and I can't say that. I mean, just in general, I... overall. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, that's true, too. Uh, speed. My heart pick is Mr. Del Rossi, of course. <laughs> Always and forever. Mm-hmm. He's my heart pick. Together forever. Mm-hmm. That's it. We did it. We did Together it. I know, I've just been singing. <laughs> I would do it. I was waiting for you to sing it, rather. That's Rick's, uh, Rick Astley. Yeah, which also. But that's not the Rick Roll song. 
No, that's never going to give you up, right. which is also a song by Musical Youth. Right. <laughs> Musical Youth. So just bringing it all back. And we're going to end it with circle. that. Full circle. I love it. I love the end full it with circle that. of it. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash deep. We have some new patrons this oh, week, too. This is so wonderful to have a new patrons. I love to say hello to them. I love to put a sock on the door, bring them into the room and say, oh, we love you so much. <laughs> so first off, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. If I'm not, you know, let us know. Natasha. Oh. Natasha, I hope I pronounced it right. And if we're not, let us know. But welcome it might to be, the room. It might be Natasha because it's got an I in there too. Natasha, so. oh, please let us know. We want to get it right. If we got it wrong, let us know and then we will do it again. I will say welcome to the room again next week. And Sarah. Oh, that is an easy one. Sarah, you can't mess that up. <laughs> you can't uh, fuck up Sarah. Oh, Sarah, welcome to the well, room. Well, you can if it's Sarah and not Sarah. Oh, goodness. If you uh, if I did it wrong, let me know. I will welcome you <laughs> back into the room again next week. You're right. I can fuck anything up. I am a Mr. Delarosi. Hey, thank you, Spinner. We love you. <laughs> That's better than most of my clients who will call me Rebecca often. <laughs> It's That's not, not even close. the same name. That's not close. <laughs> That's not even close. Anyway. There's a whole extra syllable in that one. I know, right? I'm like, it's just, it starts with an R. It's not the same name. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash deem. You can find us on Instagram, sparklespass28, Facebook at deem podcast, or the Facebook group, the dope monkeys and the broom heads. And you can write us an email, everyepisodever at gmail.com. We might write back to you. We might take like two months to write back to you, you know, but send us an email we'll anyway. We'd love it. to we hear do, from you. We do read it. But you know, wait. Yeah. And if you haven't already, please um, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and tell all your friends. Yeah. Not a lot of discourse about the uh, me doing the Randy Newman singing the Monk song last week, which was pretty. Yeah, which what I thought was a highlight. Honestly, it no. got me when I listened to it. It's <laughs> really funny. No one even talking. No one even mentioned. I kind it. of don't want you to ever listen to the real Monk song. I just want you to have your own version of it. I'm never gonna listen to them. I mean, unless I watch Monk for some reason. Mm -hmm. My mother-in-law does love Monk, and they are coming this weekend, so I might have to end up watching. Oh, I do like Monk. <clears throat> He doesn't like to shake hands. So he's always he doesn't. Washing yeah. him with a baby wipe. All right. Well, this was fun. We'll see you next week, broomheads. All right. Bye.